Hey there, mom. Are you juggling all the things in motherhood from managing your time, getting healthy meals on the table, to being a present wife, all while making yourself a priority without feeling guilty? I get it. It's overwhelming. And guess what? The fact that you need support doesn't make you a bad mom. And that's why I created the Real Happy Mom podcast. I'm Tony Ann, a wife and a mom of two little boys, as well as a general dentist and reservist in the Navy. And I get it when it comes to being a busy working mom. On the Real Happy Mom podcast, I'll interview real moms to chat about real life experiences. These guests and experts will help you to navigate the motherhood journey by providing answers to your questions and concerns surrounding raising children, self-care, time management, and so much more. So if you're ready to get rid of the overwhelm and start being a real happy mom, join me inside the Real Happy Mom podcast. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Real Happy Mom Podcast. I am so happy you are here. Thank you for tuning in, and thank you for coming on and listening to this episode in particular, because I have my... Let's just say um, she's my new friend. (laughs) No, she is a blogging friend who I absolutely adore and look up to. And I am so super excited to have Christine Beavis on today to chat with us about blogging, in particular, if starting a mom blog is or isn't for you. So Christine is one, like I said, that I have looked up to because before there was a Real Happy Mom podcast, there was a Real Happy Mom blog, and she was one of the go-to experts that I used to go to to get advice from. And she is actually a boy mom, just like me, of two little boys, also a blogger, WordPress site creator, and a self-proclaimed chaos coordinator. Her main focus is helping moms and bloggers balance all the things from life, work, and blogging to motherhood. And with a background in project management, she loves creating systems to increase productivity and build flexibility into the day-to-day life as a mom whenever possible. And I'm super pumped to have her on today to help us with understanding how we can make it simple if we want to get started with a blog as a busy mom and how she finds the balance between work and blogging life and a motherhood. Because let's just be honest, it can get a little tricky trying to juggle all the things, especially if we want to be good at all of the things. And then she also shares with us how we can actually start making money um, blogging to support our families and how we can stand apart from other mom blogs. Because let's just be honest here, there's a million and one mom blogs out there. But if you want to start when you definitely want to set yourself apart and we talk about how we can do that. So if you're interested in starting a mom blog, or if you're just curious, this is definitely the episode for you. You are in the right place. Now, before we jump into this episode, I want to let you know about something that I've kind of been keeping to myself. And I apologize in advance for not sharing this with you. But I am doing coaching and strategy sessions for busy working moms like yourself, and I want to make sure that you know about it. So moms, if you are struggling with feeling overwhelmed all the time, feeling like there's not enough time to get things done, feeling like there's just chaos when you come home from the evenings at work, or maybe you hate Mondays and you just are just feeling just terrible. Let's just put it like that before Mondays even roll around and you are just not really looking forward to going to work or even just getting your week started. Then I want to help you. I am doing some 30 minute sessions that are at a super low price right now that I definitely think will be affordable for you so that you can actually start to have some time for yourself, get some more clarity, not feel so overwhelmed, and just 
be at peace with this whole motherhood journey because I know it's tough. I know it's hard, but it doesn't have to be that way. And you can definitely do it, but you don't have to do it by yourself. So reach out to me. You can send me an email at hello at real happy mom. I can send you the information or send me a DM on Instagram. I can give you more information on how we can get started with doing some simple sessions that are going to help you with mom life. So now that we have that out of the way, let's go ahead and jump into this week's episode with Christine. All right, Christine, welcome to the podcast. I'm excited to have you. Thanks for having me. Yes, yes. You are one of my, I think you're my blogging friend because <laughs> you've been in my inbox for a long time. So I'm excited to have you and finally get to talk to you here in person. Yeah, I'm excited. Yes, yes. Now, before we get into our topic, I just wanted you to share a little bit about you and your background and how you even got to be a blogger. <laughs> well, I'm Christine Mewis. Um, I have two boys, ages two and five. Uh, they keep me very busy. Uh, former project manager. Um, and I have a couple blogs. And I started blogging because I really wanted to share my experiences in parenthood with everyone and, of course, make money blogging. Um, so that's where I got started. And honestly, <laughs> right now I'm actually blogging about blogging. I, ne- I vowed when I first blogging to never blog about blogging. <laughs> it, I always thought that people who did that were after, you know, making money from other people. But um, it's just, it's funny how we got there. That's a whole separate story. But uh, here we are. I have a few blogs and I'm actually launching another one next month um, with some blogging friends. So I'm super excited. Yes. And I'm excited about that new blog that you got coming out too. So I would definitely <laughs> make sure to put those links in the show notes, even <laughs> if you. it comes out afterwards. So ladies, if you're listening, I got you. I'll make sure you <laughs> get that. So I wanted you to... Um, Just share with us a little bit more because you said that you have a couple of blogs. I want to help my audience understand why blogging is such a good outlet, at least for us as moms. Well, blogging in particular is something that you don't, you're not tied into a box. Like you're not going to have to sit in an office. You're not going to have to go to work. You can do blogging anytime. And especially as moms, we have to figure out how to get work done and make the money that we need to make in the little pockets of time we have with our kids napping or when the kids are asleep or when they're occupied or at school. And blogging is really a fantastic way to share your experiences, share your your expertise and whatever that may be. And you can write about anything. There are millions of blogs out there about everything you could possibly think of. So whatever your interests are, you can turn that into a business online and do it under your hours. So it's, it's just a really great way um, don't get me wrong. Blogging is not easy. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying that over and over and over, mm-hmm. but it's, it's something that you can do as a mom whenever you have time. Yes, definitely. And I don't know if I told you this, Christine, but um, before I started the podcast, I started a blog and that was because I was like you, I wanted to kind of let this creative outlet go and just kind of talk about motherhood and things that I was struggling with and things like that. And then the podcast kind of came afterwards. Mm-hmm. But I love how you said, you know, it's not that easy when it comes to money <laughs> because I feel like there is... um there's a lot of people out there that sell this dream that mm-hmm. you can just like go write all these wonderful blog posts and people will come to your website and mm-hmm. you're going to make tons of money. And um, I just want you to share with us, like talk to us about how easy it is to actually get started and then get to that place of actually starting to make money. Yeah. Um, so for any blogger that wants to make money blogging, I will always suggest that you go with a self-hosted WordPress, which means you're using WordPress to actually create your site. 
and you're hosting them yourself. So if you go with a free site, um, they're, you're basically writing on a platform that it's not your content. So um, there is a learning curve when it comes to WordPress. Um, there's a, there is a financial investment in getting paying for hosts, so servers where, you're, um, where the files live for your website. Um, so there is that initial setup that can feel very, very overwhelming. And you think it's going to be easy, but WordPress in itself, while it is very easy once you get used to it, there is a huge learning curve. Uh, the nice thing is there is tons, and I mean tons, of absolutely free resources on YouTube. So don't don't buy into, you know, having to get fancy courses and anything like that. You There are tons of resources that you do not need to invest in. And, you know, down the road, when you when you feel comfortable or if you do have the budget, there are lots of courses that can help you get there faster. But really setting up that blog is going to be the, the hurdle you need to get over. And then the, the second thing you need to realize when you're when you when you decide on what you want to blog about, say you want to blog about parenting or breastfeeding or uh, finance, whatever your interest may be, uh, the number one goal that I'm going to tell you, or number one reason that you should be blogging is not for you. It's for your reader. Because if you're, if you're writing personal stories about, you know, your breastfeeding journey or something like that, that's fantastic. But is that really solving the problem that your reader is going to your blog to, do, to view? You know, that, that's, you need a reason for them to come to you again and again to get answers to their questions. So Yes, there is a learning curve to, to WordPress. There's a learning curve to learning how to do this blogging thing because there's a million facets to it that you will not realize. Um, but honestly, just go to YouTube and find tutorials and you, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. And that's why I do what I do because when I'm in a lot of Facebook groups for bloggers and um, the I kept having the same question come over, up over and over and over. And as a former project manager and like detail person, I would always try and help people out. And I was repeating myself over and over and over. So I started creating a blog that just had tutorials for people. And that's that's how I got where I am now. I still have my parenting blog and I am launching this other blog, but it's funny how blogging kind of evolves. So you're going to struggle at first, but you just have to be in a state where you're going to try new things. You're going to see, you know, you're going to fail. Bloggers are very, very used to failing. You, you test things out and all you have to do is see failures is telling you that you need to change something. That's it. Failures are not really failures. They're actually really good. Failures are good. So try something out and see if it works for you. What works for you may not be what works for someone else. So you just kind of power through it. Yes, definitely. You brought up a couple of things. One, YouTube University. That is my favorite yes. place to go. <laughs> because honestly, I feel like Everything is there on YouTube. I was telling like when I think I was talking to somebody at work and I was like, you can learn how to swim by watching YouTube. Like everything mm -hmm. is there. And I think a lot of times um, we get caught up in like, oh, I got to take this class and that class and um, this fancy course over here. But you don't have to at least getting started. And there's exactly. a lot of other really great resources, including your um, site that will get you the information that you need. So I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of times I feel like um, we get pointed into the direction of, you know, trying to mm -hmm. buy something and you don't have to buy something. So I just wanted to make that exactly. clear. And I'm glad that you said that. Yeah, there are only three things I tell new bloggers they have to invest in. The only things you have to invest in are a domain name. So that's the, the URL that you'll type into the search bar. Your hosting, so where your, your site actually lives. WordPress is free once you have hosting. 
And the third one is legal pages. And that's just making sure that you're covered legally online. That's it. That's it. And honestly, I, I always will tell you to purchase legal templates like you're, you'll need a privacy policy that's required by law, things like that. Um, I won't get into the nitty gritty, but um, you can do free ones until you can actually afford to do paid templates for your legal pages. But that's it. That's it. Everything else you can do for absolutely free. Yes, definitely. And you brought up another thing too about failing and how that is okay. Because yes. I remember even myself, like getting started, like I started writing about things and I tried to do giveaways and I tried to do a lot of things and it didn't work. <laughs> and yeah. like, honestly, if I wasn't a tough cookie, I probably would have given up. So yeah. I brought that up because um, I honestly, I feel like failure teaches you like what is not working. So, you know, okay, don't do that again. So I'm glad that you brought that up because a lot of times we assume like, oh, that didn't work. So that means I'm not good enough to do this or, oh, I can't make this work for me. So I'm glad you brought that up. And you'll see a lot of bloggers that tell you exactly the steps you need to take to make, to make your blog a success. But they found out that by making a bunch of failures beforehand. They, they found out what didn't work and figured out what worked for them. The only hard part is what worked for them may not work for you because every every niche, every topic, a niche is, called, is what is the topic of your blog. So parenting, finance, whatever you choose. It's different for everyone. Everyone has a different voice. Your, your writing style is different um, and your audience is different. Who you're going to connect with is going to be very, very different and how they make buying decisions, what they decide, how they decide to navigate your site is going to be very, very different. So testing and failing is exactly how every successful blogger became successful. So see failures as good things. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart, I'm working with a couple other moms on this new site and that's basically the basis of our messaging on that site. And, and it's, it is actually meant for moms as well. Nice. And I, and I love that it is for moms because I feel like yeah. moms are in this unique situation in that yeah. not only are we balancing, you know, work and then we're trying to do the blog, but we also have the kids, family at home, like all of these things yeah. that we're juggling all at one time. So mm-hmm. I am just wondering, how are you able to manage and juggle all these things? Like, do you have a system? Like, what do you do to make this work for you? Yeah, I, I have many systems. Uh, it kind of depends on what aspect of my life we're talking about. But um, I do have a course that actually helps mom bloggers uh, manage it all because it, there's no one system that's going to work for everybody. But the main thing that I do is time blocking and time boxing. So time blocking is basically taking your day and breaking it up into say half an hour, hour segments and deciding exactly what you're going to focus on during those times. And that's not, that can be anything because everyone's schedule is going to be different, but you just outline your day and you learn to actually focus it's not about multitasking because we know that as moms, we're all multitasking queens. But if you have those set times, so say you have a half an hour to clean the house, then you, you figure out what you're going to clean for that half an hour and then you're done and you move on to the next time block. And maybe that's spending one-on-one time with your kids doing homeschool or, you know, times are really strange right now. So there's a lot of different things we have to do um, with social distancing. So um and then there's, you can break it down further into time block, time boxing, excuse me. Yes, time boxing, <laughs> messing up my own terminology here, where you actually figure out your regular tasks, say uh, sweeping or uh, needing to write a new blog post if you're a blogger. So you say, I have an hour to write this blog post and you actually set a timer and say, I have one hour to write this blog post. And, you, and you'll be amazed how much you can get done knowing that time is ticking. 
Like, you know, when you're online and you click on, say, you wanted to get something free from someone's website and you, then they offer you something and they say you have 20 minutes to decide whether or not you want to get this offer. Does that make you feel more focused on exactly what they're offering? Those timers are there for a reason. It's a psychological thing. It makes you focus. So it's all about just focusing on the task at hand because we know that we have a million things we have to do every single day, every day. And we're constantly fighting with ourselves to not only find time for ourselves, but get everything done that we need to in a day. And it's really the time boxing and prioritizing. So everyone likes to do checklists. And I'm not a big fan of checklists. Um, I know that there's um, priority, prioritizing things is more about figuring out what you need to do that day, what you have to do that day, and what you want to do. And be honest with yourself. Is it do you need to spend time with your kids? Is that more important than sweeping the kitchen? Very likely. It's okay to have a slightly more messy house and really find some quality time to be present with your kids. So it's it's hard to know how to balance everything um, because every person is different. Every single personality and your kids' personalities are different too. I, I've got two crazy kids constantly climbing on me and they hate it when I bring out my laptop hate it. They, they will literally stick their, fa their face between my computer and me or try and close it. So I have to come up with creative ways of finding time to blog. And sometimes that means I have special toys that I have for the kids just when I'm working. So they get excited when I'm working, when I need to work. So it's all about finding creative workarounds. Yeah. And I love how you put that out there because I know I've talked about time blocking on the podcast a couple of times. Mm -hmm. Now make sure to link those episodes in here because time blocking definitely, I think, is the way to go <laughs> when yeah. it comes to time <laughs> management. Like mm -hmm. everyone that I talk to is like time blocking, time blocking, time blocking. So I'm glad mm -hmm. that you brought that up again. But the other thing that you mentioned too was um, boxing and then prioritizing because mm -hmm. I feel like as moms, we have so much to do and everything seems like it's important and we have to get everything done right now. But when we take a step back and actually look, okay, like what can get done like right now? What can I put off till later? that makes it easier to prioritize what I need to do right, right now. Exactly. And then you fall back into the, if you don't get something done, that's not a failure. That's realizing something needs to change. So it's, it's all kind of wrapped up in its own little ball of just, it's all about mentality and, and being okay and going with the flow and being a mom is complicated. Yes. <laughs> if we, even not being a mom and trying to get through everything in life is crazy, but then you throw some kids in there and oh my goodness. Oh, yes, for sure. For sure. Now, when it comes to prioritizing, especially as a new blogger, what are some of the big things that we need to stay focused on so that we don't get caught up in the weeds of trying to do everything that the what we call our successful, I'm doing air quotes, mm -hmm. successful bloggers tell us that we should be doing? Well, the first thing you should do is get your site launched. Just launch it. Your, ne your site is absolutely never going to be perfect. Every site out there is constantly evolving. So do not wait till the it's pixel perfect. Like you, all the images are perfect. All your, the fonts you want are perfect. All that people want is to read your articles. That's that the main focus is content. If you don't have content, you don't have a blog and people aren't going to come and see it. So you want to launch your blog as soon as possible. And when you're trying to get traffic, uh, which is people coming to your blog, to read it, um, you'll want to focus on optimization. So you'll want to learn SEO. 
probably Pinterest, which is changing right now. So uh, you'll have to read up on whoever's um, teaching about Pinterest right now. That's not me. Uh, <laughs> and um, just learn about getting traffic. And if you are planning to use social media, focus on one or two at a time. Don't try and go crazy and do all the social networks. Maybe start off learning Facebook and Pinterest or and, uh, SEO. Because um, you want to make sure that you're learning something before you are moving on to something else. And focus small. Just master something and then you can add on more. Start small. Just keep telling yourself, start small. And just do it. Write content. Get it on your blog. If it's not perfect, you can go back and change it. As moms, we, we always try to want, make things perfect. We want things to be just right and get, uh, get down to the nitty gritty. But if I read some of the blog posts that I wrote when I first started blogging, oh my goodness. Like knowing what I know now, I know that I had a and that's okay because I see those, those are my mini failures leading up to where I am today. So even the big wig bloggers you see out there, and I don't necessarily consider myself a big wig blogger, but um, they all started exactly where you are right now. Just focus small, get that dang site launched <laughs> and write content. Just get it out there. Yes, yes. And you, yeah, that is definitely it. Keeping it simple. Yes, that yeah. that's it all there. Now we've got our site launch. It's up and going. We got a couple of blog posts out and we have focused on Facebook and got that kind of, we got it kind of down pack. Mm -hmm. I would wonder like for the, the next level there, just because I know I have some moms that are listening that already have gotten started. What mm -hmm. would you say is like the next big thing? Because I'll be honest with you, Christine, with all the changes, just like you mentioned with Pinterest, because I'm not going to lie to you. I woke up one day and like my page views were like half of what they normally were because yeah. Pinterest like had a mood swing and decided like, <laughs> we're not sending you no more traffic because we changed how we're doing our algorithm. Yep. And, mm -hmm. and I know it was an algorithm change because it wasn't just me. And I know they um, released it. I want to say it was June, July, yeah. somewhere around there mm -hmm. is when it happened. And that's when my traffic tanked. Um, so I'm just wondering what is another big thing that I would say kind of a little bit more, going towards the intermediate level <laughs> blogger should be looking at next? Uh, definitely upping the um, your SEO game. So SEO is basically, well, think of it this way. You have Pinterest and like you just said, they changed their algorithm and suddenly you have half the traffic that you had before. So, but with SEO, with figuring out what people are searching for, using keywords to look for your blog posts, you need to, that is something that is constantly going to need to be relearned, revamped, go to old blog posts, update them. But think of it like if Pinterest went away today, how are people going to find you? So SEO is really the way to go. And another way to up, figure out where your audience is as well. So if your audience is finance and they spend a lot of time on Twitter, then maybe that's the next, next network you could try and master. Um, for, for a lot of people, depending on your niche, um, it's Facebook or maybe even Instagram. Um, but I haven't found a lot of it in my niches, um, a lot of success on Instagram because Instagram is all visual and I get very, very few click throughs to my blog. I think a lot of bloggers use Instagram specifically to grow brand awareness and getting sponsorships. So getting paid to actually post for, for products and services or whatnot on their Instagram, but it's not necessarily going to be a traffic source. So it's really about figuring out the long-term game of search engine opt optimization. That's going to be where you should focus 100% on getting traffic. 
Absolutely. I totally agree with you. And I will definitely make sure to include some of your resources about that too, because I know some moms are like, what is she talking about? Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll definitely put some resources in the, yeah. in the show notes. And, for that. and just to be clear, I don't blog about SEO um, specifically because it's changing so, so much. And I just don't have the time to maintain that with kids and all that fun stuff. Um, and so I would look up Mike Pearson mm-hmm. on Stupid Simple SEO. And Neil Patel is also really good. So those are some great resources to learn more about SEO. Absolutely. Those are two of my favorites. So I'm glad. (laughs) (laughs) Now, my last question for you is in a world where we have so much going on and it seems like there's all these new blogs that are getting started, how can we stand out amongst the crowd? Well, that's all about just connecting with your audience. Because even though there are millions and millions of blogs out there, none of them are you. None of them will have your expertise, your, your voice. Your voice is going to be what's going to be unique. And the way that you're going to stand out is to really dive in deep into your audience. Who, who is your target? What, what you may hear called avatars or persona. You write up exactly who the person is that you're trying to write towards and answer all of their questions. Be the best resource for that person and write in your voice. Just be you. You know, there's, you know I'm, I talk a lot about SEO, but the, the point of writing blogs is to get traffic and get people to repeat, come, come back to you. Um, So to stand out, you really just need to know your audience and write for your audience. Remember this, you're not writing for you. You're writing for your audience. So be you and, and make sure that you're being the best resource on the internet. I mean, comprehensive tutorials or how to's on your website to help as many people in your audience as possible. Yes, definitely. And and it's funny because I feel like a lot of times we feel like we have to be like someone else or our mm-hmm. site needs to look similar to someone else in order to attract, I guess, the audience that we're looking for. But mm-hmm. it's funny, like the people that like I'm attracted to, like, for instance, like Kate Doster, she has mm-hmm. like the most interesting personality. And if you don't like can if you don't like that type of personality, like you're just not going to like her. Yeah. <laughs> but but her. if you do, if you <laughs> yes. like her, you will follow her. Yeah. Yes. I love her and it's just Mm -hmm. like I just love the little quirky thing she says I just love how she does everything Mm -hmm. and 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 earlier herself (laughs) exactly and like you were talking earlier about doing like giveaways and things like that I've done that too I did I did I even did a giveaway that was worth like nine thousand dollars like it was it was big I had um I think 20 different bloggers contribute to a bundle that I gave away Anyways, um, the problem with doing giveaways and things like that is when you are blogging, you want to require, you want to attract the right audience, the audience that wants to interact with you, just like you're talking about with Kate Doster. So doing giveaways and things like that, sure, you're going to get people to sign up on your email list and things like that, but are they really going to engage with you? They're not there because they want to read your content or get your, your freebies or, or printables or buy your products. They're there because they wanted something for free. So you want to make sure that you're focusing in on your audience and providing value. And so in a lot of ways, it's not about how many people are coming to your blog. It's that you're getting the right people coming to your blog. So, you know, people, some people may cringe at, at Kate Doster's style, but those that love it come back again and again and again. And I am one of those people. I love Kate. Yes. I'm glad you like Kate too. I know it's really yeah. I like it. 
<laughs> yes. Yeah, by the by, the, if anybody's wondering, Kate Doster uh, talks about email marketing. She is a yes. great resource. She yes. is. She's really, really good. I've gotten her course. She's awesome. And yeah. the other person I thought about too is Stephanie Gass because Stephanie, she likes to say like really like random things and she thinks she's funny and she is like a Jesus freak and all of that. And I love that about her too. Like she doesn't care. She's, that's just who she is. And, mm-hmm. and I love that you brought that up because, um, I think a lot of times we're scared to embrace the the weird things about us that make us uniquely us. But mm-hmm. I feel like once you do that, I think people will love you more for it. Exactly. That's why, honestly, that's why we're creating this new site. Um, and I'm sorry, I don't need this as a self promo, but we're we're writing it in such a way that it has a very specific voice, and it is going to be off putting to some moms because it's a very sarcastic blog. It's, <laughs> anyways, I won't get into it because, but. Um, it, we're choosing a voice that it that will actually connect with a lot of moms, but it will put off some moms. Yes, yes. I'm glad that you brought that up too, because I feel like a lot of times we feel like we need to appease everyone and we can't. Mm-hmm. And and I love that you you even put it out there like, we're not going to be for some of you. No, we're not. <laughs> and that is totally I'm, fine. But I'm super excited because of the voices of my other blogs. I have Kit Blogs, which is... Um, more blogging tutorials and that I have crispy mama, which is like generic, you know, parenting. Uh, it's not very niche down right now. Um, but this one is, it's going to be a sarcastic mom blog about, um, productivity blogging and, and balancing mom, mom life. So I'm super excited. It's with, with some, honestly, especially I'm going to actually put in a little side note here that I made some amazing friends being a blogger. So being a mother can feel incredibly isolating. And I know this is a sidebar, so sorry. Mm-hmm. But, no, this is good. Um, <laughs> being a mom can be incredibly isolating, especially right now. And I met the most amazing people through my blogging career. And so I've partnered up with a couple of them. I call them my internet twinsies. Technically, they're triplets. But um, <laughs> we, we are so similar. And I have not had friendships like this in a very long time. So another benefit of blogging is just if you reach out to some people and you connect to people, you can get people that can be your, they'll call them accountability buddies or maybe even just friends. And, and that's exactly what I found is I found amazing friends being a, being a blogger. So that's why I, we're doing a collaborative blog, which I've always wanted to do. And I am 100% excited about it. Yes. And I can't wait for it. And again, I will make sure to include that link in the show notes. But <laughs> Christine, I have one last thing to ask of you. Can you share with us either a motivational quote or some words of encouragement for us real happy moms? You are unique and you are wonderful. Find what works for you. It will not be what works for someone else. Just be you and remember to breathe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For sure. Now, Christine, if we want to connect with you, learn more about you, where can we find you online? Uh, my main blog is at kitblogs.com. Uh, it's where I have my blogging tutorials and I also offer services to help you actually launch your blog if you need help. Um, but I'm also there to answer questions, no strings attached. So feel free to, to ping me if you need anything, if you have any questions. Um, we're also online on Facebook. You can just search for Kit Blogs and things like that. Awesome. And again, I'll make sure to include all of that in the show notes. Christine, thank you so much for coming on and chatting with me. This was so much fun. Thank you. Actually, I had a lot of fun. Thank you. Okay, just kidding. We're coming back. Christine (laughs) has one more thing. (laughs) So go ahead and share that with us. 
So there's a lot of people that start blogging. Most people that start blogging want to make money blogging. However, blogging and making money takes time. It takes a lot of time sometimes. It can take a year or two before you see an income rolling in. And that's if you get all your ducks in a row and, and make sure that you are testing things out. Um, one of the things that I do see a lot of mom bloggers doing, and myself included, is offering services. So you can be a, something like a virtual assistant, where, make your own hours, something like that, until your blog actually starts making money. So yes, you can make money blogging. You're going to see a lot of people that say they made a full-time income within three months. That you're going to be like 1% of bloggers, probably less than that, that are that actually make that amount of money in, a, in that in like three months. It's going to potentially take you one to two years to even see an income rolling in. So find creative ways of making money in the meantime. And virtual assistance is actually a really great way to do it. You can make your own hours. You can do anything. You can uh, virtual assistants can do virtual file storing. They can answer telephones, which I know is hard when you're a mom. Um, but just think of creative ways to make money until your blog makes money. Yes, definitely. And I have another episode. I'm glad you brought that up with Michaela Quinn. And she talks all about, you know, getting started with, with VA services and, and things like that or freelancing mm -hmm. period. Yes. So definitely I'll make sure to include that as well. Cause that is a really good resource. And I'm glad you brought that up because yes, mm -hmm. I, if I'm honest with you, I didn't make no money with my blog when I started. <laughs> it wasn't until later. So I, I'm glad that you brought that up because I feel like there is this picture that is painted that you can have all these things and make all this money. And like, if we're being really real, like how much money I really made from Real Happy Mom when it was just the blog, like it was a big goose egg for a little while. So <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> so thank you for sharing that with me, Christine. Now that does it for this episode of the Real Happy Mom podcast. To find the links in the show notes, make sure you head over to realhappymom.com slash 110. There you'll find the links that were mentioned as well as some other resources that will help get you started with starting that mom blog if that is something that you're interested in. Do me a favor, also leave me a rating review wherever you listen to podcasts and make sure you stay tuned for next week because I have something good for you. Let me tell you, I have been planning on getting some guests on here that I know will help you. And next week, we are going to have Angie on who is going to be sharing with us on work-life balance and does it even really exist? So make sure you stay tuned for next week where we'll be talking to Angie all about that. That's it for now. Take care and with lots of love.